Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. The day I turned 50, I had a mini revelation. I was sitting in a coffee shop in San Francisco, just sitting there by myself, drinking my coffee, and I realized I'm a grown-up now. Like a a proper grown-up. No one can tell me I'm not old enough to do something. There's no reason now for anyone not to respect my authority or my wisdom. And if that's true, if I'm a real grown-up, maybe the way I show up in the world as a creative, as a woman, as an intuitive, as a teacher, maybe that can change too. Now, that was several years ago now. I'm far now on the right side of 50 And when I met Nisa, who's my guest on today's show, it reminded me of that midlife moment of clarity. Nisa's uncovered a system to support women's midlife calling to come home to her deepest self. And she calls it the creative awakening portals. So are you ready to meet her? Nisa thinks of herself as a quilter, offering wisdom, skills, and her psychic eye to piece together a woman's stories, artistries, relationships, traumas, and energies into a beautiful quilt that spirals her power upward with ease. Nisa came to the Creative Awakening Portal work after 25 years as a chiropractic doctor, shamanic practitioner, and energy healer, deeply infused by her own personal spiritual journey of awakening. She's a visionary artist and intuitive healing practitioner and she also leads transformational ceremonies, women's retreats, and teaches art as medicine workshops. You can find out more about Nisa and her work at creativeawakeningportals.com. Nisa, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you, Karen. Excited to be here. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I'd love to just, I want to know what a creative awakening portal is. For for me, when I was sitting in that coffee shop, just with my coffee and my 50-year-old self, I could feel that I was kind of moving through a door from one place, one way of looking at myself to another way of looking at my path. How do the creative awakening portals help women kind of over the threshold into the next part of their journey? Well, What I've discovered through my own journey and working with clients is that there is this this opportunity that happens around menopause. And in our cultural conditioning, you know, menopause is almost couched as a disorder or some kind of disease process that and we somehow are losing our value in that. Um, But what I've discovered instead is that it is truly a, a power passage. You know, it's this opportunity, similar to what you were saying, of really like finding this place of sitting down deeply inside of yourself for all that you are and all that you've lived and all that you've attained in your, your wisdom self. And I believe that something happens hormonally, you know, when we shift out of the mode of baby making, or at least having that potential uh, when our our hormones are are setting us up for our wisdom years so that we can really bring ourselves to the table as wisdom keepers 
And so what happened for me uh, was these portals, which I considered to be some, it's an opening, it's a space that connects us to our divine selves. And so I have identified five different passages for women to get to where they're going. And we tend to need different ones more than others. And there's a visual component to this too, which is a little bit challenging for me right now to be talking about it without you being able to see uh, the visuals. So mm. listeners, you know, if you're interested in seeing, you can go to uh, www.creativeawakeningportals.com and be able to see uh, the, the artistic representation of these portals. I feel will really help you. Well, and you've said that the portals, each one has a unique energy signature. Can you say a little bit about that? Because this is, we're not talking about like the five stages of menopause or the five things of midlife. These are living vibrational states. It feels to me, if I'm understanding your work correctly, that you help guide women through. So it's different from every woman, you know, the five things you must know to be happy in midlife. These are uh, like spiritual passageways as well. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Well, we can just go through them. Sure. Uh, One I refer to as star mother, and that's really an opportunity to become more deeply connected to the divine mother forces and really embody that inside of yourself. And in order to get to that place, you know, we have to really clear out our old stuff, the traumas, the belief systems, the conditioning, and all the things that get in the way, right, of a woman really owning her power. So Star Mother is really about personal empowerment. And when I use the word power, I really want to help women understand that the definition where I come from is that your passion gets to move through your heart space and then you become empowered to be in action. Mm-hmm. And it, and it feels to me like it's about a power, especially as we look at, as we look at that star mother energy, that's about a kind of a power of, Mm, a power of responsibility for yourself. You're talking about reparenting yourself and not sometimes we look at the word power and women and it's like power and women is not good because it overpowers power and women is not good because it's strident or it's ugly or be quiet or uh, you're talking to me about a kind of power that's deeply transformative. Yes, it's very internal, and it's it's one that is empowering so that we can fully own who we are mm-hmm. and the action that we are uniquely inspired to bring as wisdom keepers on this planet. Right. As you connect with women who are coming to you to, be, to move through these portals, and I'm still just looking at the Star Mother portal, do you find that, I, I know that for myself as I came into midlife, my relationship with my parents and with my family of origin shifted as my perspective was shifting. So do you see that a lot in the people who come to you? 
Definitely. Definitely. And even for myself personally, I felt like arriving at a, a new place of personal authority and in relationship to my family of origin and helping myself move past being so concerned about what they think or feel and their judgments about my life and the choices that I've made. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, you know, family of origin stuff is really deep. Is it not Karen? You know, yeah. it's just so much about who we, who we show up as that may not really be in alignment with our true nature. So that, one of the things that I help people with is to be able to process through some of those transitions and to be able to clear out the energetic patterns that may keep us stuck in that arena from the past. Can you say something about the starseed portal? Yeah, you know what I feel like I'd like to do is just name the five right now. Oh yeah, let me have it. Let's have all five. And- Go through each one because I I feel like it might be hard to hold the string together otherwise. Okay, so we have Star Mother, we have Star Seed, we have Sacred Waters, we have the Art Star, and the Womb Garden. And each one of these was burst through an artistic process. We'll come back to that in a minute. So you wanted to talk about the Star Seed. Mm Mm-hmm. So the star seed is utilizing, like really tapping into uh, the the tools of prayerful or sacred or energetic technologies to help yourself move forward in your spiritual evolution. So I've been a ceremonialist for much of my adult life, and I have just found that by using sacred geometry, by creating ceremony and using sacred space, altars in particularly in a, in a powerful way, has been hugely instrumental in moving myself forward and then supporting my clients and setting those kinds of spaces up for themselves. So that the portals are actually, the, the Im- imagery of the portals are geometric forms. They're not classic sacred geometry, but I certainly feel that they are that. So that is a way in which we are supported in accessing more of our spiritual vision and embodiment. And listeners who go to creativeawakeningportals.com can see um, some of the shapes and colors that Nisa is talking about. The reason I asked you about the star seed, I was thinking about the star mother, learning to reparent, connecting to that energy of the divine feminine. And when I read what you'd written about the star seed, you said what you need most is training and support in utilizing the art of right placement. And I'm really interested in that intersection between ceremony and ritual and placing our energy, right? The way we place our energy and as women of a certain age coming to understand our right placement on our life path, no matter what our life path happens to be. I love that idea of right placement. And then it it sounds like through the sacred gifts that you have and ceremonial gifts that you have kind of blessing that right 
placement. So often we get to that that place on the path, or at least I did and what other people tell me. And we get to that place where we're like, well, that's it. I guess I'm done. I guess it's too late. I guess I, I blew it. I should have done something different in my 20s or 30s. And now I'm 50 or I'm 60 or I'm 70. And I, well, I guess that's it. But what you're talking about, Nisa, feels to me more like waking up for the next chapter, our right placement in the next stage of our path. Totally right on. That's great that you put it that way. It actually wasn't what I was thinking when I used those words, but I I do deeply appreciate the alignment of what you're saying. Um, I do feel that we all have some purpose here, whatever that is that is unique to us. And there is there are passages. It just seems to me that in our culture, we talk more about um, presumption that we go, we are a child and then we go to school and then we get a job and we're professionals. And then at some point you get old and you die, (laughs) but you know, in more traditional cultures in the world. And I, I see that that's a piece that I'm really committed to help restoring for women is that there is this passage. There is this moment of in this midlife experience where we get to, place ourselves at our next level, having gone through perhaps other careers, perhaps marriages, uh, perhaps, you know, stepping out of the high intensity parenting phase of life. And then who are you? Who are you next? Besides potentially an old person, you know, which I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. Yeah. When, when things, when things shift, so I am the mom of two teenagers, my boys are 16 and 19 now. And I've started to think about with my partner, wow, life is changing now. We're out of that intense. It's parenting can still be intense, but it's a lot different than when they're like two years old. We're out of that place of intense parenting and we're starting to reconnect not just as as people who are mothers, but also starting to recreate, reconnect with our creative selves. I've started to pick up some kind of new creative habits, things that I enjoy, and I know my wife's done the same. Can you say a little bit about maybe creativity in midlife, especially for those of us who, I don't know, I was never shamed in art class, but I really got the idea that what I had to offer was not that great. Do you know what I mean? Where you that like you draw something and the teacher comes around and she's like, oh, mm-hmm, ah, and then it just keeps and keeps and keeps walking for for people who feel like what they have creatively to give might not be in quotes good enough. How can you help bring that new creative sense into this new part of our lives? Yeah, super cool. So I actually have one of the portals is called the Art Star, and it is designed, um, well, there's a couple aspects, the energy of working with that particular image and through meditation is really healing and opening to that creative flow and really learning how to trust yourself with that, you know, whether it's drawing, a, you know, a little sketch or, or turning that into something much deeper. I personally had a huge art awakening at midlife. Now, I always wanted to be a painter, and somehow I didn't feel like I was allowed to do that. <laughs> Isn't that funny? And, yep. uh, yeah, so I, I have become a, a certified teacher 
in something called intentional creativity, which is through uh, this creativity path with my teacher. Her name is Shiloh Sophia. She's just quite an amazing being. And she has helped thousands of women all over the globe to just really find that place that you're talking about, that like my creativity is a source of my power. And so I'm teaching uh, workshops on that quite frequently now. And I consider the, the art star portal as, is, as one of these rites of passage for us as women, whether they choose to paint or sculpt or, or garden or whatever that is for them, but really allowing that creative expression to come through. And when we connect with that, we begin to trust ourselves fully. Mm. And that trusting ourselves creatively carries over into other. Well, it's all it's all connected. It's one yeah. big giant thing. The creative flow, right? Like the creative flow that is our lives. You know, it doesn't have to be a, a physical expression. But I do find that the the physical expression of our creativity is is something that helps us to trust ourselves across the board and knowing that we are these creative vessels and we are creating our lives, you know, just as we create an altar or a painting. It's all the same stuff. And you were speaking before about menopause being kind of one of the markers of midlife. For me personally, I was in surgical menopause from quite an early age, but I found that for me, that menopause, which for me was surgical. So that's right. Hey, now you've got it. Oops. Oops. There it's gone. It's gone. For me, that was a huge spur to opening up my own intuition to, um, changing the way to like changing my psychic sight. And I'm noticing that the next, the next portal here is sacred waters about, um, intuition, seeing clearly, um, da- kind of daring to look farther Did your intuition change and grow as you are passing through midlife? Did that happen for you too? I would say I began to trust it more deeply. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that happened. And I also went on a journey. Like I shut down my chiropractic practice that I'd had for 23 years. And I had received some guidance about that, which was, super scary, but part of this trust piece and just like, okay, spirit, what do you need for me? It just became this long sabbatical. And part of what happened for me there was being able to tap more deeply into the, the visionary spaces, vision connecting for other people, but also for my own, my own life. And that is part of what I feel like women so deeply need when we're busy 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 and we fill every second it's a little challenging to sit in that place where we just perceive what's happening on the levels beyond ordinary reality well in that there's something to be said for the power of um speaking intuitively trusting trusting my voice because i feel guided to speak which is different sometimes from the way in which when we're younger, we wait for someone to give us permission to speak or we couch what we're going to say. We we think about what we want to say and then we change it a little bit so that it's received correctly. There's a there's kind of a courageous way of speaking that can come with being a little bit older and more experienced as well. 
I agree, 100%. Yeah. Now, the last one on this list is the is the womb garden. And and this one feels to me um, almost the most mysterious. And I'm not quite sure why that is. Maybe that's the one that I need more information or whatever that is. Can you talk about the womb garden portal and, and let us know what that is? Mm, yeah. Again, I wish you could see it. So. Well, so creativeawakeningportals.com, folks, yeah, and go take, go take a look. Yeah, it has these beautiful uh, feminine colors in it. And, well, not everyone would relate to that. There's an experience when we like go into the meditation space with this portal that helps to bring us back to our deeper feminine wisdom that lives inside of our wombs. Whether you have a physical womb or not, there is this space inside of us that connects us to the, the cosmic womb, this place of expanded creativity, the connection of the womb of the Mother Earth, where we access this deeper wis- wisdom of what it is to be a divine human, you know, walking here on this earth and, and really wishing to be who we are and create um, an effect that we help bring others home to themselves and to be able to support the healing of this culture that's so deeply in need of remembering. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And remembering, right? Not just knowing who we are and remembering, but coming back together, rebuilding, remembering. That's, that's beautiful. When you're working with women, and I know we're just about at the end of our time together, how are how are women's lives changed because of the work that that you do? What what changes when I walk through those portals with you? It's different for everybody, really, depending on their specific needs. I've identified the five portals. I work with people individually as well as in ceremony and in groups, but just for the sake of this conversation with individual work, you know, we go through a few months together and tune in to the specific portals that you are most needing. And from that place, there is just a higher sense of creativity, of empowerment, of trusting the self, of plugging into these really fun mystical spaces where you may or may not have gone before, which also helps us remember ourselves, yeah? Yeah. Yes. For someone listening today who wants to reach out to you, wants to find out more about your work, how can they do that? Yeah, please. You just go to that website and there is a little box on there that gives you access to the five creative portals, awakening portals. Uh, There's a little poster and you can click on that and learn more about each one and access an opportunity for a free consultation where we can just get on the phone and chat and see if it feels like a fit. That is wonderful. So that is at creativeawakeningportals.com. And for someone who's listening right now and who's starting to feel into her own power, maybe someone who feels like she's at the beginning of this journey, what would you say to her? What does she need to know? Trust yourself. 
just the intuition that says yes to make the call or yes to find another guide or yes to whatever it is that's percolating inside of you, do it. I love that. I love that. That's, that's permission to be strong, permission to heal, permission to reach for what you need, for what you want, permission to be who you are. That's beautiful. And the more we practice saying yes to that inner voice, the stronger we become. Mm. Nisa, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show and for just giving us just the littlest, like the tiniest feather light kiss on each of those portals. Thank you for just that, that little bit. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure, Karen, and all you listeners out there. That is Nisa, and we've been talking about her work as in the Creative Awakening portals, her website, so that you can see the art that goes with these and find out more about Nisa and her work is at creativeawakeningportals.com. And of course, you're always welcome at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events, get an idea about what's coming next on this radio program. And you can also book a private intuitive session with me there if you are so inclined. I'm trying a little bit of an experiment. So see if this works for you. If you feel guided to book a private intuitive session, use the coupon code podcast. When you book online at karenhager.com, when you use that, it will give you 20% off the session fee so that our first connection together can be at that discounted rate. And here's why I'm doing it. I'll know you listen to the show. So I'm curious to see who's out there and are you listening? So use that coupon code podcast at karenhager.com for 20% off your intuitive session. And if you believe, as I do, that when we focus our attention on change, chains change happens. I would direct your attention to openpeacefulheart.com. That's a website where there are tons of free guided meditation recordings for you. And it's the place where you can get information about our monthly free 15 minute guided meditation call. The first Sunday of every month, people come together now from all over the world to sit in sacred space and we hold, do a guided meditation. And we hold that space, that intention for peace in our hearts and peace in the world. That's all at openpeacefulheart.com. And thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. <laughs>